Resilient Disciples Podcast, powered by Awana. I'm your host, Ross Cochran. Thank you for listening. We've heard story after story from you all during the coronavirus pandemic about how your ministries were impacted by this unprecedented crisis. We all had to process the restrictions this virus placed on our lives a little differently depending on where we were and the state of our ministries. Yet in hearing so many stories, I was reminded that God wasn't surprised by COVID-19 and that even though our circumstances changed, our God never changes. So today, I wanna bring you another one of these stories. Cooper is eight years old and wants to be a zookeeper when he grows up. I connected with Cooper, his mom, Stephanie, and their Awana leader, Mary Jane, to talk about their ministry, talk about their community, and talk about Cooper's journey on becoming a resilient disciple. You'll hear the full context of this during the conversation, but, but Cooper said something that has stuck with me ever since we first talked. In a moment of realization and wisdom beyond his years, Cooper declared, only God can do that. And in a time where there's so much uncertainty and so many things that we're all trying to figure out how to navigate, I'm really grateful that Cooper's right. No matter what you're going through right now, God is the one who's going to do the work. We can trust the maker of the universe to do whatever that is in your own life. Thank you for listening. Here is episode 41 of the Resilient Disciples podcast. Well, so we live in a Coast Guard community and Mary Jane's church um, advertised they were doing Awanas and there's a group of Coast Guard kiddos that go down and Cooper's really good friend, Timmy, invited him to go. And so that's how he started. That's awesome. Yeah. And Mary Jane, how long have you been leading in Awana? Well, uh, we this was a brand new program started this year uh, since September. Um, and before that, I was uh, involved, not leading, but doing um, TNT, uh, just a TNT small group leader uh, in California. Got it. Okay. So, um, for, you know, cause I think one of the things that's really helpful for people to understand is, and one of the unique things about the, this virus is we're all going through it. Like it's, everyone's experiencing the same thing, but it obviously looks different in every individual context. So Mary Jane, can you help me understand what it was like to be going along in the club year and then having to make the pivots that you've made? Like just kind of, um, you know, how is the year going and how has the coronavirus impacted uh, the areas that you're serving? Well, I think we started small. We started with six children. And um, uh, our, our area director, Miss Becky, was, she's, that's, that's okay. Keep, you know, just, just go along with it. And um, <clears throat> I'm fine with that myself. Small group is uh, uh, small numbers. But then uh, we, we doubled rather quickly, <laughs> so, which was nice. Uh, getting, so anyway, just enjoying. I personally, I just love seeing when the kids come in. They're all excited. They're, um, and they're all just so willing to participate. And, and uh, it, it's just been wonderful. been a lot of fun. 
Nice. Now, Cooper, we're going to talk about you like you're not here for a second, okay? <laughs> you ready? So Mary Jane and Stephanie, both of you guys, what have you seen with Cooper being involved in Awana? What have you seen him really connect to as he begins to have his relationship with the Lord? Um, Just he's starting to kind of, it's helped him understand, you know, more about the Bible and the Lord and and how you know, the whole process works and different. Yeah. Well, I, what I'm going to say very specifically, um, on October 30th, we had a trunk or treat event with Awana and, uh, we had a special, well, indoor games and things like that. We, then we had a special story that, um, involved an opportunity to receive Christ as Savior. And it was at that event that um, I believe Cooper responded. Uh, whether he had done that earlier or not, I don't know. But I do know, as he said, I get it now. Yeah. And I get it now. So, That's awesome. Yeah. And that was just really, uh, to me, uh, hugely encouraging. Um and then, uh, you know, he's just always so happy. He's a happy-go-lucky kid. Comes in, he just jumps right in, enjoys whatever. And, um, and might I say, well-behaved, too, Stephanie. He's, he's really... Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you guys do a good job. Isn't that goal, our goal in life, those are honorary to the parents and they're good for other people? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> You know, you, they always tell you how good your child, and you're like, are you talking my child here? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Well, really? You're doing something right, I can tell you. <laughs> so, because, like, we have, we have, I, have a, I have a brother, I have two sisters, like, which one? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Cooper, are you the oldest, or where do you rank in with the brothers and the two sisters? I'm the youngest. You're the youngest. Oh man, guess what? I'm the youngest too. I'm team oldest. <laughs> okay. Oh, and I'm the youngest. I'm <laughs> team oldest. Well, dad's older than me, yes, but in my siblings, I'm the oldest. If you're talking dad's siblings, he's the baby. And he plays it well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, Cooper. Remember how he so, Cooper, I'm going to talk to you like now that you're here again, okay? So, when you. Thank you. You know, you're going through the trunk or treat event. You and I've I've heard that you have some stories that Miss Mary Jane has been working with you and and your mom uh, during this time where we have to do all this stuff over screens. What's your favorite Bible story? Let me ask you that that question. What's your favorite? You know, what story do you think is one of the coolest stories? What is it? John three sixteen, I think, Mary Jane. Well, that's his his Bible verse. He knows that one very well. But the Bible story, we've been talking about Moses, you remember? Is there anything oh, yeah. about Moses that you really think, um, do you like the burning bush story? Do you like the part where he... Uh, yeah? Yeah. What about that do you like? Where he's like, he tries to put out the bush, but it won't go out. Mm. <laughs> Is that a sign you're going to be a little pyro? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like that uh, when God did that, that he was like trying to get Moses's attention? Yes. What do you think you would have done if you saw a burning bush? 
try to put it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Because they'll be like, oh, no, there's a fire. Out of this bush on fire. <laughs> exactly. I was literally right here. I well, if, I can, if I can uh, add to that, when, when we were talking about that, I loved um, Cooper's response. He said, only God could do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember saying that, Cooper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like this time where we've had to be like looking at screens that you've been able to still keep learning stuff about God and still uh, um, beginning to understand and ask more questions? Even yes. though you, that's cool. I think it's really cool that you are, you know, that because you could have just been like, all right, I guess I'm not going to do any Awana stuff, and that you guys are still trying to figure out a way to make it work. We were just, husband Eric and I were just commenting the other day that one thing we've really enjoyed is it's kind of kept a consistency. Sure. You know, he knows about dinner time every Thursday. It's like, okay, eat dinner and then get ready for Awana. So That's a awesome. few days we've had to change it to Fridays or, you know, moved around a little bit, but. Yeah. But, you know, I think what's really encouraging, you know, not only for us in central, but just people, you know, as the church has been moved indoors is that yeah. we've seen um, people get really understand what it's really about, right? You being able to be there for Cooper, your husband, um, Mary Jane, the way that you've been able to keep on loving on your kids in your ministry. Like that's what it's about. As, as fun as game time is, absolutely, it's about mm-hmm. loving, caring adults. And the fact that Cooper can still feel that and hear that during this time is, uh, is why it's going so well. So Stephanie, I wanted to ask you, you, you have older kids, I just learned. Yes. Um, how has it been for you and your husband on balancing, you know, you talked about the routine that Cooper is able to have with his Awana with your other kids because, uh, you know, so much of it. It's the- been kind of hard, um, yeah. especially our, just turned 11 in April. Okay. He's a fifth grader. And then Cooper, I've reached out to Mary Jane several times because she's homeschooled her kiddos. I'm like, how do we do it? And she's like, well, if it's a struggle and you need to just take a day off, go ahead. You can get right back to it another day later. And, you know, and we've had to, I mean, we took, we've took a couple days break and then all of a sudden I'll just go sit down and just, you know, you whip five pages out in 20 minutes because they're focused and willing to, you know, right. Well, sometimes it. you have to get up and let the dog out because he usually likes to play the in and out, in and yeah. out, in and out. But, you know, so it's just, if it gets too much of a fight, we just stop and, you know, we'll visit it later or. Yeah. So well, we had then, talked on the phone. You said something like, you know, if we have to do a couple hours of school on a Saturday, we do a couple hours of school yep. on a Saturday. Yeah. You just kind of have to go when they will do it. Um, I mean, yeah, now we're all dependent on these electronics, but yet I see it backfiring because that's all they want to play. We yeah. It, it's a challenge to figure out how to, how to find those balances. But what mm-hmm. I think is so, um, I have a lot more hope for parents and families like yours that, are are fighting that fight and it's so bad for the teachers because i think they're learning just as much as these guys are you know they don't it's all new to them i mean and then from talking to some of our teachers it's almost an act of congress for them to get in the building so as they're trying to lesson plan to put out for these kiddos to do if they don't have access to it right there they can't you know in their homes they can't get it to the kids right I like that expression. Yeah, because they have, well, but they have to go through the janitors, the principal, you know, they can't just walk into their classroom like they normally would. 
and grab that workbook and go print copies or yeah. you know, scan it and load it up. Yeah. So we, everyone's on, having to pivot. Mary Jane, when it comes to discipleship as a conversation, do you feel like, you know, cause obviously you found a really great relationship with Stephanie and, and her family. Do you feel like the, the work that you do every day in ministering to these kids and the work that the parents are doing as being the primary disciplers, like, do you feel like that has gotten easier to navigate even in these challenging circumstances because we all kind of have to be on the same team? Well, I think so for, um, uh, well, you know, parents are kind of joining in on, on the, when I'm going to do the FaceTime, uh, Stephanie does or her husband and then, um, other families that I work with, uh, the parents are always right there, which is wonderful. Uh, but what I think is it's developed such a, I feel I've developed a, a closer relationship with the kids, the families, and um, uh, what I'm enjoying seeing is the opportunity one-on-one to, if they're not understanding, you know how uh, on a, a regular Awana night, it can be pretty busy. Right. And you're, you can, even in small group, there's so much going on. But on the one-on-one, if they have questions, or I can really break down those verses, and I see that they're understanding. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the encouragement for me is, at, at least my prayer, as they understand what God's Word is saying to them specifically, that it's going to be there forever. It's Amen. Gonna, they'll be able to walk that out in their life. Amen. So you guys are FaceTiming one-on-one every week? Yes. yes. That's awesome. And Mary Jane, are you doing that just with as many kids as you can find? What is that? How does that process um, look like for I you? just, well, of course, we, we're not that large of a, a, a group. And uh, there is one other leader that's uh, doing uh, that with, I think, one or two children. And then I'm doing it with Cooper, of course, and um, a couple of other kids. Cooper, I have a couple more questions for you. Are you ready? They're, they're, they're deeply, deeply probing personal questions. Okay. Okay. You're in sparks. So do you feel like you are the coolest sparky in the country? Yes. 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 There you go. The yes is the correct because answer. Some Very people good. in my group really don't pay attention. Oh no. And then when you get to be in TNT or go through Awana, do you think that when you're an old person like me, you're going to remember the stuff that you learned in Awana? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, last question, or just to kind of wrap things up. So Stephanie and Mary Jane, you know, I know that you guys have, I'm sure, like everyone else, you've had sort of ups and downs as you navigate this coronavirus. But for the person who's hearing this, who may feel particularly overburdened or particularly uh, like this is really hard, um, what would you say to them to keep going, to keep doing the work? Because I think you guys are great examples of people who are, for lack of a better term, making the best out of a challenging circumstance. And I think the fruit is in the discipleship that's happening with kids like Cooper. But yeah, how, how can we best encourage those who maybe feel like this has been a really a big season of setback uh, for them and their kids? I just, uh, as far as, uh, it might be, it might feel like setback. And at the same time, I think this is an opportunity for great spiritual gains because as we, um, as we encourage one another to be in the word, to, you know, stick with Awana, to do the small group, um, uh, it's an opportunity to grow in, in, uh, ways that 
let's face it, life is busy. And yeah. before coronavirus, people are running here and running there. And, you know, we all are. We're just all so busy. And now we're just dialed back. And I think this is kind of what God is looking for. He's looking for us to focus on him. And uh, I'm thinking about the when Jesus said, man doesn't live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And what better time? Uh, we make sure we eat our three squares a day so we can certainly spend time in the Word of God. And it makes all the difference. Thanks again to Cooper, Stephanie, and Mary Jane for the time. And thank you for listening. If you're still here, let me just say thank you. And let me reiterate that although I do a lot of talking, I would love to hear from you directly. You're about to hear a voicemail from a listener, Becky Freeberg, about how the coronavirus and this conversation around resilient child discipleship has impacted our ministry. I would love to highlight more stories of what God is up to, like Cooper, and like what you're about to hear, but I can't do that without you. Please leave me a voicemail at 630-289-5353 or email podcasts at awana.org. It's a great place to leave questions, testimonies, stories about the challenges in your ministry and how you overcome them, or even just challenges that you're still navigating. We're here to help. And again, if you leave a voicemail at 630-289-5353, you might be on the next episode of the podcast. Here's Becky. I want to podcast. Uh, my name is Becky Freeberg. I am calling in from San Diego, California. I have really been enjoying the conversation around the book Resilient and how discipleship and the fearless future of the church. Although this time has been really crazy, I'm super thankful for the space of giving my team to step back and have these important conversations. We watched the trailer of the documentary together. We're going through the book chapter by chapter and having some really great conversations. Our church was in the middle of a uh, merge with another church. The week everything got shut down was supposed to be our first Sunday merge with a new church. And so, um, while that was very disappointing in so many ways, we had a chance to uh, kind of look at our mission and vision statements and rework them. And so many of the things that our church is choosing direction wind up great with where I'm learning through reading Resilient and Save for Exile and all these conversations we're having. I'm seeing some organic things happen in our team as they're catching the fire um, and they're catching the vision for child discipleship. I had one of our team members attend a prayer meeting um, with the adults and he told me that he talked a lot about child discipleship with them. And so my team is catching that vision. They're sharing where, where God is leading them. And I had another team member reach out to a parent and offer to mentor her her daughter and things that she was hearing God speak to her as we have these conversations. So we're a small church in, here in San Diego, um, less than 40 kids, just a Sunday morning program at this point. But anyway, I'm so thankful for your podcast and loving the conversation. Um, so anyway, that is me. My name is Becky again, calling from San Diego and loving the conversation. Thank you for all you do. The Resilient Disciples Podcast is powered by AWANA. AWANA is a global nonprofit organization dedicated to equipping leaders to reach kids with the gospel and engage them in lifelong discipleship. AWANA is fueled by the generous support of individuals, churches, and organizations, as well as resource sales. 
Subscribe to the podcast today so you never miss an episode and go to resilientdisciples.com for more resources and many more of these conversations. The podcast is mixed, edited, produced, and hosted by me, Ross Cochran. Thanks to Kevin Orris and Phil Wallace for making the podcast happen. And thank you for listening. I'll talk to you on Thursday.